There is nothing stopping you. No, I my love My cousin, kids. okay, my cousin, um, she had a boy. <laughs> and then later on, she found dating to be too much of an issue. She wanted more kids. Artificial insemination, here it comes, and she gets twins. <laughs> I thought she was crazy, but she gets her kids. Why, if you think that you can do better for a kid... I don't know that I could do better. I don't know that you could do better either. I could be the most terrible parent you ever. You could be. You could be. Um, but let's assume you're better than the foster system. Sure. At the very least. Why would you deprive yourself of that? Why would you deprive the child of that? I'm not sure. You know, it just never happened for me. It, you, um, you act like it's 100 years ago. You know, I, I feel like I'm old. Old? Yeah. So adopt a kid who's not a baby. I've heard stories where it's so difficult that, you know, it's, again, it's another system. I feel like there's there's issues with lots of different systems in the world. And that's another system. You know, you, you apply, you know, I ha I know this wonderful couple, and they have tried adopting now probably for five years, hardcore. And it's just not happening because there's not enough children, I guess, for adoption. Um, well, we know that's... I don't know. I guess, you know, and I... I that's a very serious... Um, I want to say very serious decision. And so I guess I just, you know, I never thought that that it wouldn't happen for me in my life, but it didn't. Okay, forget about adoption then. And, you know, I guess, I mean, I could p potentially adopt, but then my life is, you know, busy. I work. Then I feel exhausted. I would be a single parent. Well, who, well, who are, okay, let's, 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 let's. So I just don't think I could give the child what they would deserve like if you're if you're going to create a family okay and you're already starting with only a half household parent just at the get-go then is that fair for me i don't think it's fair that i could not offer S so you're saying a, okay a, okay a hold two on. person household okay i get that they hey i am deciding for this kid that this kid doesn't get a dad right yeah. i get that and I've had similar thoughts. But the reality is you've talked about what is meant. Yeah. And you've talked about biology. There is no other we are meant to be this than reproducing. Well, you know, and I considered, I think, you know, that insemination process. I even signed up with a sperm bank, I think when I was 35. And and then, you know, I was just sort of like, I don't want to disappoint. Disappoint who? I don't want to start a family with being a half family. I just at the start. It's not as bad as you think. Yeah, I, but... I, my dad wasn't in my life for most of my life. Okay. I'm all right. Yeah, but, but someone wasn't starting that family already knowing that they would only be a half family. Why do you call it a half family? Because, you know, that male energy that you've talked about... Yeah. It's good, but that doesn't mean it's 100% required. And... Who are you? You say you don't have time. Who are you putting in all this time for if not for a family? Why are you killing yourself well, for it? So, so here's the thing. I think we all have different challenges in life and we all cope with them differently. So for me, I figured 
this is just not meant for me because it's never happened. I put that energy into other people's lives and, you know, I hope that I bring in some type of productive energy into this world and maybe I'm creative in some other ways. You know, maybe I don't have children. Maybe this is just not the task that God had in mind for me for this life. But maybe that's something that's going to happen in some other life. You know, why? I believe in reincarnation. So why I, I, uh, I'm stunned that <clears throat> the lack of a man means it cannot happen for you. No, I mean, I'm I, stunned. I, I don't think that it couldn't. I just think that it's harder because I would be. I would have to face a lot of challenges alone as opposed to two parent households. Have, so, for example, being a small business owner, I don't have health insurance. So I would have to pay a lot of money to get myself insurance to get through pregnancy and delivery. And then I would have to buy insurance for the baby as well. I'm not saying it's not affordable, but I'm saying it's just a challenge where maybe a two-parent home, you know, one spouse maybe carries the insurance, the other one does something else. So life is essentially is a little easier because you're the two of you are facing challenges. You know, the same with with that, for example, with that um, lawsuit. You know, if there's two partners involved in making decisions, then one of you, you know, can help the other one, at least maybe with the emotional support. So you're not facing something alone. But when you're alone, then the whole responsibility to make correct decisions lays on you. And I'm not saying that it's impossible to have a child or have two or three. I even know ladies that went through insemination process and have wonderful children as a result. I'm just saying it would be a little more challenging. How do they feel about it? Oh, wonderful. I mean, uh, one of my good friends has, uh, I think, three or four boys. I can't remember. Uh, I'm not right saying now. do that, by the way. I'm not saying have four. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but, not saying that. You know, I mean, that's great, you know, and she has, she used the same donor. So all three boys, I think it's three. Um, I remember photo, but I can't, you know, she's now married. So now she has like eight children total with between her and her spouse. Uh, but I think she has three boys. They're beautiful boys, smart. And she's, you know, a beautiful person. So I think it's possible I guess a part of me feels like maybe society judges me or, you know, for sure comments have been made in my Polish family back at home, um, you know, that somehow I am defective because, you know, I focus on my career, but I don't have my personal affairs in order, right? I don't have children, I don't have a spouse, um, and while we are such a progressive society and and we pride pride ourselves on on you know feminism and 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 all these different things, right? At the same time, there's the traditional spin to things where if you're a woman and you don't have a husband and you don't have children, somehow people look at you like you're in some way just not as good as other women. So I suppose that a part of me maybe even feels emotional about it because on some level I understand that there's that 
perception of me that I'm maybe not as good as someone else. And so when you ask me about children, you know, I I love children. I, I will play with them. I actually prefer to play with them and talk with them wherever I go as opposed to talking with adults because they have such a fresh perspective on things. C can I ask you a hard question? Go ahead. You were talking about that you've moved past the baby fever. Yeah. And that you've accepted it. Um, did it, is it really more that you just gave up? Well, yeah. I mean, a part of me gave up on relationships. Absolutely. Relationships are hard. True. But I, I see how much love is waiting to come out. So maybe next life. if there is a recipient <laughs> don't even say that on this planet waiting for that there's no reason to hold back on that especially you know, since if you're a small business owner yeah. you can scale back on that to, uh, uh, or up on that at whatever you want absolutely i think Again, if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. No, I'm not going to force it. Disagree. <laughs> I'm not going to force it. it there's nothing is going to happen unless you make it happen. Here's another point. As a human being, I've suffered so much already on this earth that a part of me feels I would not want to bring a child in because I know how much I suffer. You know, you're constantly faced with people attacking you for different reasons. And it feels like, yeah, maybe it's not a... A lion attacking you, you know, but it's it's a hundred bees attacking you every day and you're just constantly trying to defend yourself and you know, and it's it's tiring, it's exhausting. And so how can I even want to bring a child into this world when I know that child would have to suffer as much or more and I'm helpless. I, I I don't have any answers on how to live life or how to be did you suffer Beat as a system. child? No, I had wonderful parents, but suffered in terms of, you know, kids bullying, um, just people being cruel to you for different reasons. You know, my father had depression, so we had to, like, hide that from people because people would talk about it, gossip. Family was really mean. What What kind of mom do you think you would be? Nobody knows until it happens. What kind of mom do you think you would be? I mean, I would... I would, I think I would like to be the best mom that I could be, obviously, right? I mean, I... Can you give the best parts of yourself and hold back the worst? Absolutely. Then if you can do that... Right. Then there is definitely a good reason for you to do this. And think about this. L like, let's just think selfishly yeah. for a second. Sure. Purely, purely selfish. Sure. What is going to matter when you're 80? That you built up this business? Can I tell you something? I don't think I'm going to be 80. 70. No, I think I'm going to make it to like 55. And then I'm going to be gone. You know something I don't know? I don't know. I just feel like I'm not going to have a long life. <sighs> Whatever. So the other reason is I just wouldn't want to bring anyone on this, this earth. And we then let's get rid of all that. Not let's, let's just let's not be here. Let's no. You know? I'm here. I'm gonna keep you real. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm gonna keep you real. Go ahead. I don't think. I don't think you've let it go. I think you. I think 
that layer of you that wanted that, that needs it, it's still there. It's still strong. See, but then I can play with, with your daughter and I can play with other people's kids. Once and a year? Let me tell you something. My daughter is never going to tell you that she loves you. Well, that's okay. I mean, but I know she loves me. But you know I what? I love her. She tells me 20 times a day she right. loves me. Right. Do you know how good that feels? You don't. No. I want you to know how good that feels. But And I want your kid to know how much you love that kid. Absolutely. But I love everybody's kids, so it's no, all good. No, not like you love yours. But I can also leave them with you. And this is what I would say. <laughs> this is what I would say to Sophie because yes. she was talking about, oh, my sister. Uh-huh. My sister had her baby, and I saw how much work that was, and I can't imagine. Like, as, as if any of that matters when it's your child. I know. None of that matters. None of that matters. Nobody, you know, nobody loves you like a kid loves you. Sure. Nobody loves you like a kid loves you. Because your pa parents yeah. love their kids yes. in a particular way, and kids love their parents in a different way. Parents love their kids, but when your parent dies, you're sad. As long as they die in old age and you're you know, middle age, you accept it. That's the way it goes. You're sad, but you move on. Parents don't move on from when their kid dies. Mm -mm. They never do. That's a hole in their life forever. That's how much that bond, that's how long that bond that strong is, or bond, strong that bond is, okay? And you need that. You need that today. You're going to need that 20 years from now. But that's more attachments that I don't need, you know? What do you mean? That would be another attachment. What I would see. So, so right now, okay. I know you don't believe in God, which is okay. I believe in you. Okay. Well, I believe in God, and I miss God, and when I pass away, I will be with God at some point. Okay. And I know people don't understand. But when I will be with God, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. Okay. And when I have, when I would have children, then, then I they would need me here, right? So, so in a way, if I don't have children, which maybe that's exactly what was meant for me, I don't have to have that responsibility. I have other responsibilities. But I don't have that one. And if I had that responsibility, then I would feel very committed about being on this earth, <coughs> being here, and, you know, being the best person that I can be. But if I don't have children, it's one ris less responsibility. Mm -hmm. And then when I pass away, I don't have to worry about it. I have no one left behind, thank you, that I'm going to have to worry about how their life is, you know, or... I don't have anybody. I have my parents. I have my sister, and she has two beautiful children, and I love them. And ever so, <laughs> this is what I've been doing recently. I went and I set up a trust, and I'm working on my will, and and that's good because when I pass away, nobody's gonna have to worry about what's gonna happen, how it's gonna happen. It's gonna be planned out. So if I had children, I wouldn't even want to think about any of it, right? Because I wouldn't want to think that I am mortal because I would want to be here for them every minute of their life. Right now, I don't have to worry about it. 
So that's all. I don't do have to think, worry about it. Do you think that that would that God would agree with anything you just said? I think there's karma in life. Yeah, hold on. Would you think God would agree with you? I th I'm not sure. Do you think God would want the love that you have in you yes. to filter out in the world through a child or no? Do you think that, do you believe, you believe in Satan? No. I believe do you in, believe in evil? energy. Do you believe in evil? Well, to some extent. Okay. Why do you think do you think God would want would do you, do you think God would say thank you for not having children thank you for not raising children or why didn't I put you on earth for a reason why didn't you do it I think if I had children not having children because because I'm not going to say having children because at your age that's that's kind of a nightmare I mean I mean adopting I mean you'd probably need to do an egg donor and a sperm donor to make sure that you didn't have miscarriages and that kind of thing. But, you know, that's totally doable. It's 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 enough work to carry my own body and, and take care of that. I mean, I can't... I wouldn't want to bring someone into this world. Look around. People are nasty to one another. People are suing each other based on lies. People are spending years and years in court fighting over custody bottles. There's divorces you know out there. You know there's there's just bad people out there. Why would I want to bring a child into this world? You know what's world? great about adopting a kid? What? No custody battles. True. There is nobody you have to share that kid with. True. And you know, How much does a baby cost? You tell me. To adopt or to raise? To raise. Hundreds of thousands. So as a single person with a single income. Yeah. It's kind of hard to for me to say, okay, I'm going to hire someone to be a part of my family, and then if something happens to me, I don't have anybody else that's going to take care of this kiddo. You know, it's just logistics. I mean, I hate to say it. I would like to be a good parent, you but if I am you not... You can set up systems of... of uh, like you're telling me that you if you had a, if you had a kid... That your sister wouldn't take it if you if if you if you got killed she in a car accident or something your sister wouldn't take it, she probably would. Okay, yeah. is your sister a good mom? Yeah, yeah. Problem solved. True. See, you have all the answers, Brian. No, I just what I'm because it's not me. I am not uh, putting all these factors in front of the goal. True. I'm not. I'm not seeing those as like oh I can't get over this and this is a bad thing and I can't do around that. You just, that's an issue? No, that's not really an issue. Is that an issue? No, that's not really an issue. Well, okay, so you said you grew up mostly without a dad? Yeah. Well, tell me how that experience was. Um, at the time, it didn't occur to me. Okay. Um, my mom tried to turn me against my dad. Um, it didn't really work. It worked to the extent that I didn't want to go live with him. But it didn't turn me. It didn't turn me against him to the extent like, oh, he's a bad person, or I don't want to be around him, or I don't know that. She, some of the things she said were true. Such as, you know, if you don't live with me, you have to go live with him. And he's got this woman and her family living with him, and you'd have to deal with them. And 
who's the priority and this and that. But she didn't frame it as a this or that. She framed it as a threat. So you go live with you can go live with him and deal with that nonsense. Um, my mom. My mom chose for me to not have my dad in my life because when they separated, she purposely left the state. And she didn't she she gave explanations at the time. You didn't you're not asking you didn't ask me to explain anything. No, of this, no, you no, thank you for doing that because she that's, didn't, that's she didn't give me explanations at the time that made sense and when I became How adult, old were you when uh, they split up and six. Six, okay. Did you have a brother or sister? I had two brothers. Okay. They were two. And what she did is she left the country, or left the country, she left the state, mm-hmm. went literally the other side of the country, and then told me, well, I had to leave because I was feeling like I would do something illegal if I stayed because she was mad at him for cheating. Now we became an adult. I realized, no, that's not true. What's actually true is that she wanted him to chase her. And she wanted him to be far enough away from the other woman that it was not a possibility for him to go back and see her. And that's what she wanted. And it was actually subconsciously a brilliant move because what the other thing, the other one, other was... If you don't, you'll never see your kids. So she was oh. punishing him. But punishing you guys too. And punishing us. So you're gonna come be with me, you're mm-hmm. gonna be away from her, and if not, you're not gonna see your you're not gonna see your sons. Mm. And that was the move. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how do you think it impacted you? Um that's hard to say because I, I hear a lot about fatherless homes I hear a lot about it and how the boys um, grow up and they don't know what's up because they don't have fathers and the girls don't know what's up because they don't have fathers and it's hard for me to buy into that because both or all me and both of my brothers it didn't affect us in a way where we're like we don't know what to do we don't Sure, we were a bit aimless in our early 20s, very early 20s, but we quickly got our acts together, uh, you know, got good women, built families, got good careers, stable families, friends, you know, where, not where you're going, oh, that, yeah, that guy, you know, he didn't have a dad, and look at how his life turned out. It's none of that, but we're all pretty good. But then I think because it's all, because we all, none, all three of us didn't have a dad in our lives, and all three of us turned out, really well i think uh, a lot of it was probably in who we were who we, we were born we were going to have we were going to be without too much in our way we were going to have a certain amount of success um so i i leave that open to we were going to end up we were going to end up doing all right no matter what unless we had like traumatic childhoods which we didn't we had fine childhoods mm-hmm very good so it's okay not to have a father and turn out okay so is it okay to be a woman not not have a child and turn out to be okay no oh come on brian no no because do you want to say how old you are 
Ah, uh, 42. Almost 42. I, I'm okay. going to be... Okay. Wait a minute. How old am I? I think I'm going to be 43 in February. So I'm 42 right now, I guess. Okay. I don't think you're going to die young. Okay? So if you don't and you live to 82, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. a long, lonely 40 years. That Unless we keep doing podcasts. But it doesn't have to be like that. There is literally nothing holding you back. Mm. It looks like there's a lot holding you back, but these are all, these are all solvable problems and fast. Mm -hmm. And some of them are made up. Like, yeah. you know, people thinking you're a failure and this or that. What do you give a shit what they think? In fact, they think you're a failure because you didn't make a family. Right. Right. So maybe they would still think you're a failure if you didn't have a, didn't make a family with a father. Yeah. But if they're back in Poland, who gives a shit what they think? I really don't. But, right. but I guess, you know, there's but, that, that component to it, I guess. Having children. See, explaining this to somebody who even doesn't want kids or doesn't know if they want kids is, hard, is, is one thing. Mm -hmm. But explaining to somebody who definitely does want kids mm -hmm. is a whole nother. And you're in the definitely did, does or did Want kids. Want sure. kids. It is fulfilling in a way that is indescribable and worthwhile. Worthwhile. There is nothing that will... You think mm -hmm. um, you're concerned about the way the world is going now? Wait mm -hmm. till you have a kid. That's why I'm, I would nothing be too will Nothing will crystallize. See, if I had a kid, I wouldn't be able to live in the neighborhood I live in. <laughs> Yeah, your neighborhood <laughs> sucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, so so let me tell you my thoughts. So I'll just, nobody knows this story. You probably know it a little bit when I came last to hang out with you, you and your family. But I pull up to my gate, right? I live in Hilltop. It's a bad kind of neighborhood. But mm -hmm. actually, most people are nice there. But it's not the safest, right? There's a lot of shootings there. But I pull up to my gate. I have to get out of my car, open the gate. I smashed my finger in between the gate and the lock. Yeah. So I didn't feel the pain yet, but I saw the blood gushing. And I have the vasovagal reaction. So that means that if I have low blood sugar and there's a little bit of pain, I tend to pass out. So immediately in my head, I thought to myself, I have about two minutes before I pass out. And I am not in a great neighborhood because that's where I live. And if I pass out in the alley, I am pretty sure somebody's just going to take all my money in my car and, and, and leave. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm like, okay, I have two minutes to rush to park my car, get into safety before I pass out. So that's exactly what I did. I, I parked real fast, closed the gate, ran over, opened my house, opened, you know, get, got into the house. And then I knew that I need to lay down on the ground because when I pass out, I might hit something. So I lay down on the ground and then I passed out. So For how long do you think? Uh, maybe a minute. But but when you say you don't believe in God, you know, every time I pass out, I am in some really awesome place. It's very bright there and I have these awesome conversations and I'm so happy there. And then when I come back, I'm always crying and just unhappy to be back. 
you know. And so, so anyway, so anyway, I always go to this awesome place. I cannot remember too much about it, but it's just an awesome place. But when I'm back, I'm just miserable. But what I was going to say, if I had kids, I wouldn't be able to live there because I would say it's too unsafe for kids, but it's safe enough for me, you know. Why do you need to live there? Because it's low, low taxes. It's $2,000 a year in taxes. How much are you paying in taxes? Property taxes? Yeah. Uh, I think like 10. You see what I mean? Well, no, you don't have to spend 10. You can spend two. You know. <coughs> it's a big house. You know, my parents have their own but you, space. You, you, you I have keep, space. You keep viewing kids as a liability. And well, they're not. But here's the po- here's the thing. If I They're had kids, if I had kids, I would love them. I would do. I would turn my life around to do whatever it was that I needed to do. But I don't have kids, so. But you want them. So I almost like you almost have to make yourself believe in what you have because if you don't, if I if I keep saying I want to have kids, then I'm gonna be unhappy and miserable because I don't and I can't, but. But so but much of what you said indicates to me that you're sometimes still unhappy and miserable. Well, yeah, I'm always unhappy and miserable <laughs> with something, but then at the end I know, you what, know. What, what is forcing you to be the best version of yourself right now? You're not married. No. So what's forcing you to be the best version of yourself? Well, I know that I'm going to be talking to God at some point, and I know that God's going to say either he's happy with me or not, or she, whatever. The gender oh, would be. Well, that, that goes back to, like, would God want you to not take care of a child? Huh? That goes back well, to... Well, I also, you know, you, I also believe in karma. And so karma is you experience in your life whatever it is that you need to experience based on whatever the past actions and reactions were of your lives or the sum of all the lives that you lived. So... Are you... So to get in my head, you would really have to believe in some of the things that I believe to really understand why I live my life the way that I do. Are you are you afraid of Are you afraid of setting yourself up for any kind of heartbreak? Um as in Okay, you, do you, you really you want to know, Brian? Because I will tell you what, but... If you know, then say it. I will tell you. Okay. A few years ago, maybe three, four years ago, I can't, I don't remember. Something happened to me. I met someone, okay? I had a few conversation conversations with the person, and he set like a new standard for what a ideal partner would be that I would be interested in. And he raised? He raised the standard. Well, nobody can be me. So I that's understand. your standard. No, but I'm just kidding. that was a person that I had high respect for. He was married. So I would never at all be able to have any feelings for that person at all. Right. So I had to cut my ties and just not interact with the person anymore because I didn't want to develop feelings or in any way, you know... You just recognized him as a quality man. Absolutely. So he raised the standard to such a degree that any person that I met afterwards or even I was dating someone at the time, I realized that I just wasn't happy in that relationship, so I chopped off that relationship. 
And then I just never met anyone else that I would say would meet that standard or was close to it. So it's almost like kind of like it feels a little bit like it's pointless to be meeting people because I don't think that I can find someone like that. I just... Okay. Yeah. That's a relationship question. You're right. What does that got to do with adoption? Well, again, like I said before, it's just logistically doesn't seem to fit with, I have two parents and, you know, and they are getting older. I mean, what kind of daughter would I be if I would be bringing in a child and I don't have a husband, I don't have a boyfriend. I, I, I mean, I, it just seems like I would be, I wouldn't be thinking of the greater good for everyone. I would be thinking more of myself, and I that's not do what you, I do. Do you think that your your parents would be good grandparents? Absolutely. Do and you if, think if, that they if, would if I had children, they would be absolutely wonderful grandparents. Do you think that they would be happy grandparents? Absolutely, but again, it's So if it's uh, if so if they would be good parents, good right. grandparents and they would be happy to be grandparents. Yeah. That seems to contradict what you just said about you're not thinking of the greater good because they would love to be grandparents. Right. You would love to be a parent. But if I went over and I asked them, hey, I'm thinking about getting pregnant. Are you okay with this? Right? Because they are part of my household. I mean, I don't know that I would even want to ask that question. I mean, I, I wouldn't. And even and now I'm making it sound like somehow I'm blaming them for something. I'm not. I just think that some things happen to people because they are going to happen because they're meant to go for these experiences and other people are not meant to go for these experiences and i didn't i was married i didn't have children i asked my ex-husband actually can you just give me a baby before you leave me Mm -hmm. and he didn't and then you know i dated different people and just never so you're you're dead set on it would need to be you giving birth, not adopting. No, I'm absolutely not. I just, I just, I'm open to whatever happens in my life, but I just, it well, never because, happened. Like adoption isn't going to just happen. You have to make it happen. Absolutely. I just think there's so many more qualified families with two people in the family. That but they're not adopting people. They're not adopting kids. They're, they're having their own kids. I think they are adopting. No. Did I adopt? Huh? Did we adopt? No. No, I, I know, but I mean, I know so many couples that are trying to adopt and they have so many problems. So it's just, I guess, hearing of those experiences didn't encourage me to, you know, go and adopt. Yeah, I know yeah. horror stories yeah. of adoption. Yeah. But those horror stories still ended up well. In Okay, so I know two horror stories. Yeah. So the first horror story is uh, some two good friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, they got married. Mm-hmm. Then she, her body was, she had too many issues. So they just adopted and they adopted three kids who were I'm pretty sure all brothers and sisters. So they basically adopted an entire family of kids. I think within a year and they were pretty, they were older kids. It was like, I don't know. I'm just pulling numbers out. 13 or something? No, it was like six and Mm -hmm. nine and 10 or something like that. Okay. They weren't like babies or Mm -hmm. toddlers or anything. Within a year, 
she gets pneumonia and dies. Oh, goodness. So he's got those three kids Mm -hmm. by himself. Mm -hmm. So that sucks. But he got over it, and he's like, I'm so happy to have a family. So happy to have a family. Because his first marriage was... And his second marriage ended poorly. He doesn't regret it at all. He was happy to have those kids. Yeah, it was rough for a little bit. He had to grieve. He had to take care of the kids. But And that's three kids. Three. And his life is fantastic. Okay, so that's that's one. Starts out bad, ends up good. So but let it, me ask you this. Do you really think that my life is not fantastic? Do, you, do, you, do I really give up this vibe that says I'm so unhappy because I don't have kids that... that you have to convince me to have kids. You don't give off the vibe that you're unhappy because you have kids. Okay. You give off the vibe that you're happy, but you'd be much happier with kids. <laughs> okay. Uh, like I said in the beginning, when you came to my house, you talked to the gro- uh, the adults for a little bit, but then you talked yeah, Because to the adults kids. are boring. I mean... Come on. So you drove. Ava you is, drove. It's wonderful. You yeah. talk to her. She has so many fresh perspectives on things. So your kid will have fresh perspectives. Well, yeah. But I and prefer to talk to your o- kid. Not only will your kid have fresh perspectives, yeah. they, they will hug you and tell you they love you. Okay. What I want for you. Listen, if God's going to make it happen, then it's all good I'm with me. I'm not accepting these answers. I am accepting them. If I'm going with the flow. Whatever God's giving me, that's what I'm taking. It's so hard to explain that you it's don't you don't have to give up. It's basically my point. And I know that that's a risk telling you that because right. what if I did convince you to to renew your efforts in some way to do I don't, that? I can't. Like and, literally and then, and No, then I can't. Felt, I can't. Like no matter what you're going to tell me. I know, but I'm still going to try. I know, but it's it's just I can't. Like I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I can't. I can't. It's just, I can't. It's too much, it's too much mental no, effort. It's, it's too much just, heartbreak. It's what? I don't know. Like, I guess there's just mental blocks that different people have about different things. For, for this subject, it's already so walled off and in a different space. It's like, I already accepted the fact I'll never have kids. And that's it. Like, there's no changing that. I already accepted the fact That I already had one love in my life. That was my ex-husband. And that there's no one else. And that's it, you know. And so I'm not going to keep fighting this. What Fighting this, kind of like what you said about the lawsuit, which funny enough, the lawsuit you're telling me to lay down and take it, this one you're telling me to keep fighting. I don't have any energy in me to keep fighting to try to find a spouse or a partner or a boyfriend. I've never. I have I don't no say that. energy. I will lay down and take it. I am done. I'm absolutely done. You don't understand how done I am. So I have accepted it. And that's it. And there's nothing else you can do to make me want to do anything else Who about it. Where do you look for partners? I mean, I just don't anymore. Where, where, where were you? I mean, I've, you know, I was on these dating sites and they were pretty miserable and and you and you're judged and criticized. What was the demographic? I mean, people, whatever the people are, you know, the people that are around the same age, and they all are just disappointed with life or whatever, and they all judge you, and 
and then they make these you know assumptions about you that you're you know crazy or this or that or the other because you're so alone you don't you have anybody so, so therefore the longer you stay without a relationship then the longer you're perceived to be abnormal your, so your target demographic was the same age eh, you know a little younger a little older it doesn't really matter right mm. within a few years i mean i'm not going to be dating somebody that's 20 years younger than me and i'm not going to be dating somebody that's 80 <laughs> what about 50 yeah maybe you know i mean think of our I'll consider that but but here's the thing i'm just done like no matter what you're going to tell me it's like it's like telling someone to go and get a job when for whatever reason they're so burned out inside that they just can't do it anymore. I can't go through another interview. I cannot sit down through another date and have somebody question me in different ways and make these assumptions about me and and then not call me again, you know? So I'm just like forget it. I must be too weird. I am weird. I am different. I don't know. For whatever reason, other people seem to be, you know, perfectly happy, find relationships like there's no problem. Are I they can't. Though? Because think of the people in your life. Think of the people we know. Yeah. Uh, without n naming names. Think of the people you and I both know. Yeah. Think of the issues they've had. Yes. Uh, you know, they ended up, they've been through a lot too. Absolutely. Uh, so it's not your 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 issues or troubles with that. They're not they're not unique to you. No, no, they're not unique to you. The people we know that we know together. Listen, you know what I'm too? doing? I'm also just trying to give you answers that will stop make you debate me. So I'm giving you like, dude, the, there's I'm nothing. Stop that can debating stop. <laughs> me. <laughs> just let me accept it. Let me move on. That's what I'm doing. You're telling me. Give the guy money, give him $3,000 so that you can move on. It's just a bump in the road. Just give him money, let's move on. Sure. But I'm doing that with this. I'm saying it's just a bump in the road. I don't want to spend time on this. I'm done. I don't want a guy. Oh, but why I don't want a baby. Mm, I am done. I don't believe you. I will, I will hang out with your daughter. I will hang out with other people's kids. I'm just done. I, I can't. I can't do it anymore. I'm done. I've tried. I've given it 10 years yeah. of my life. It's exhausting going to a bar, going to these different places where people hang out and being like, oh, maybe I'm going to meet Mr. Perfect, that's Mr. Right. That's why I say cut the you men know? out of it. I can't do it. That's why I say cut the men out of it. Yeah. Well, that's why I did. I cut them out. I'm done. Have you ever tried to go through the adoption process? No. Because, yes, they crawl up your life. But that's I, just to I, make sure you're a good person. I've done Big Brothers, Big Sisters for many years, and I've done Children's Services has a program where they um, allow you to be like the big sister. I've done that for many years. So, so I, you know. Why why never go down the road of adoption? Is, that be, is it just because you felt like that kid needs two parents? Mm, maybe it's just not meant for me anymore. I'm just done. I'm closed off to the ideas. I'm done. I'm sorry. Okay. I give up on that one. This is not going to be the last time I bring this up. Oh, come on. I have uh, three doggies. They're like babies and one cat. They're not like babies. They are. They're they like fart. They they want attention. I can't even do any work at home. They're all around me. They want to play. You know, they just... It's like having kids. Mm, you, you can't put a kid in a, in a, in a 
crate and go out for the night. <laughs> True. You can't do that. And so that's more convenient. It's a little more convenient then. You're you're good. I'm I'm so I'm always happy for people that that found their other half, you know, and that they are married. I think marriage is the most wonderful institution for a lot of people. I think that sometimes it brings challenges, but I think ultimately there's two people to face on challenge face challenges. So I am happy for you. And there's your brain. You're gonna debate me on this. No, do not debate me on this. Just admit it. It's wonderful, and just just let's accept it. We don't have to debate that one. Do you do you think you would be unhappy if you were a parent? No, I would be happy. I would I would be happy. I would want the best things for my kiddo. Do you think it would not be worth it? No, it would be worth it. Of course, it would be worth it. I I'm with you. I mean, I'm open. I uh, I would welcome the opportunity, but it didn't happen. And I just don't think that I should push my aging body into a pregnancy or that I should push my aging body into adoption and then be by myself and not have someone to help me out through the challenges in life. I already have so many challenges in life that I'm barely, uh, you know, facing these challenges. So another challenge would just just be too much. What about your parents? Do you think they would... They would they would be happy grandparents. They'd be good grandparents. They would be, but look at how many challenges we have in in life. You know, I have, I have so many challenges. I just, I, I'm putting them through some of these challenges too, so they're exhausted too. You know, so I, I still, I'm gonna stick with. I'll play with other people's kids. Okay. Okay. What would you tell? Um, what would you tell a younger person? What? Like, for instance, if Sophie were participating in this particular conversation, what would you tell her? I would say do whatever makes you happy. I'm not going to, I don't know what, you know, ultimately what makes people happy. And I don't think there's one way to live life, you know. So I just go with the flow. I don't try to convince. I don't try to push. I just, I mean, unless I have to, I guess. Mm. So you... As a parent, but your daughter is going to be a good lawyer. See, you know as that. a parent, though, I never allow myself to go th- like that mm-hmm. because I'm really judgmental okay. of other parents. Okay, and I think in society right now, mm-hmm. maybe uh, maybe at all times, maybe it's always been this way that we have a huge, huge failure of parenting. I agree, and. Well, that's why I take this so seriously. Huge like this failure, is not, huge failure you know, this is not getting a dog. This is a human life. Like I can't just snap my fingers and bring on, you know, this is a huge decision. And that's why, that's why I'm thinking about it in so many ways. And I'm deciding against it because I, it's a, it's a, it's a challenge. It's, it changes your life ultimately for in many ways. Am and I, am I ready? I probably am not. I'm not ready. I mean, and I mean, adults now, their parents were terrible. Right. I g- agreed. Um, and so much of <laughs> just adults who, who whose parents put nothing into them and are mystified why they didn't turn out well or didn't. Absolutely. It's because you put nothing in. You gave your kid no advice. You laid out no road for them. 
how did you expect them to go anywhere or do anything unless they were an exceptional person? Uh, I've heard, oh, I don't want to push them. I've heard the exact same things. I don't want to push the kids. I don't want them to resent me. So your answer was nothing? Well, but, you know, this, I, I, this I would definitely... This answer, this mentality right. bothers me. Mm-hmm. It bothers me that <coughs> people would abandon their children in such ways. Right. Mm-hmm. I know things, but I won't tell you. Mm. You know, especially, especially with uh, daughters. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what kind of uh, man you should avoid, and what man you should pick, but I won't say anything. So I let you go through the heartbreak, and whatever else. Or you have other types of parents, the helicopter parents, who tell their kids everything, and then the kids don't want to listen to anything. <laughs> sure. It is so easy to, to ride that middle ground. Right. Yeah. To make sure that your p- kids respect what you say and can accept what, uh, accept what you say. Mm-hmm. It is... They want to hear from you. They want to know what yes, you think. Yes, absolutely. It's only when you're talking See, all the time. See, I can help time. people be better parents by listening to them. They can do their venting, and then when they go home, they are better parents. I hope so. So, see, I have I have a productive role in society. Okay. You're going to let me off the hook, right? Today. Okay. Thank you. Today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure here being here again. And thank you, Susan, again for allowing me to have this community husband here to share all of these opinions. I do handyman work, too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, you guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.